0: I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershny, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, Alex. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? Great-ish. I really tried to fake it hard for that one, and I failed in the middle. (laughs) I don't blame you. I'm... (laughs) It's getting harder to convincingly yeah, say that. Totally. <laughs> like, Here we are in February. I hope but this podcast finds
1: you well everyone and if it if you don't want to be found that's fine.
0: <laughs> yes, that's absolutely fine. We approve of that. We fine. approve of hiding and hibernation and whatever you need to do to feel good. Totally. Um, but, you know,
1: look, here we are. It's February, and Susan Miller does have some horoscopes.
0: <gasps> Finally. She does. We were waiting a long time. We were and waiting a long time. She just had one little sentence up on her website about that she was working on them, and they would be up yeah. very soon, and it yeah. said that for four days.
1: Yep. It came February 4th ten thirty 10, 30 p.m. Alex texted me that they were up. Um. So, I mean, good. But I also really felt like – I mean, we prefer when she's late just because it's comforting. But there was uh, there was a new moon early in the month. I just felt like kind of a little abandoned. Even though I remember in January she was trying to prep- prep- prepare us. But I guess it's also Mercury retrograde. So, uh, That's yeah. That's true. So the they, they the did, shadow. They didn't po- yeah, they didn't post until like Mercury had like just ended retrograde on the day that it ended. So I guess there's that. Um, but speaking of Mercury retrograde and communication mishaps, <laughs> we had quite the hullabaloo <laughs> the, the scare, really. Yeah, the scare, really. So – to preface, I think longtime fans of Susan Miller know that she often has medical catastrophes or calamities, and that will be part of the reason why things are late. And so I was just scrolling through Instagram and I was it was I was not paying attention or reading very closely, and I see something from Susan Miller and I read the first few words of this post, and they say, My head is under the hood of the car. And I immediately thought, oh my god, Susan Miller is stuck. <laughs> I thought her head was trapped in the car, and I thought this because I was not reading closely, and also I have had cats that have gotten stuck in, like, the engine of a car, and so in my, my, my brief – and for a brief instant, I really thought Susan Miller had her ha- head under the hood of a car. She was stuck. It was somehow messaging to let us know that, like, she would be late because she
0: yes. was stuck in a car. She was had her head stuck in the car, but she was dictating to someone so <laughs> that the horoscopes were going to be late. While she was because she was trapped.
1: I'm just imagining her be like, "Courtney, Courtney,
0: tell them I'm going to be late." <laughs> Okay, but the other reason, very legitimate reason that you thought this is that is not an expression. Yes. So she goes on to say, my
1: head is under the hood of the car, which is why you haven't heard from me on social media. Again, I'm thinking she's stuck. But, But dash, dash. I'm concentrating. That's what it's like when I'm in production for Astrology Zone. I'm writing slowly, finishing up Sagittarius now. It's seven fifty three p.m. Eastern on February second. So then I understood that she was just slow writing, and somehow the head stuck under the hood of a car was some sort of
0: expression for focus. <laughs> an, an expression for focus used by Susan Miller. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so you, you and I both were like, "That's not a that's not a thing people say." We have asked other people if they say if they say that so it's just it's not a thing it's a susan millerism
0: <laughs> and and truly as someone who does get into many accidents yeah that's not a great thing to put out there <laughs> to your followers on social media no. my <laughs> it was head, alarming my head is under the hood of the car <laughs> And I, like,
1: I just had so many thoughts flashed in my head, like, oh, my God, she's stuck. Oh, my God, is she okay? Oh, my God, what – like, is this early dementia? Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, so many – so many things happened. I know. The visual uh, is disturbing. Yeah. But, um, no, she was, in fact, just concentrating. <laughs> also, it was a little bit alarming because I was like, you know, people put their head in ovens. Like, I don't know like, right. you know. like, it just seemed like, what, what, what? Why are you in the car? Yeah.
0: That yeah. was that post was a real roller coaster. Yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, I'm so sorry to have brought up the that the idea of calamity and catastrophe and, and harm of Susan Miller, but I just got very alarmed when I misunderstood her post. Which, you know, Mercury is retrograde, communication is hard.
0: <laughs> like, That's a perfect Merc retro yeah. communication problem. Retro. Like someone <laughs> says something that they think other people <laughs> will understand, although frankly she should not have thought that. <laughs> And then it gets interpreted in a very bizarre way. But although I think you interpreted it as you should have.
1: I think I just took her at face value. Yeah. 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 Uh, So anyway, everyone be rest assured, Susan Miller is fine. She was just late with the horoscopes. Mercury retrograde has passed. We are over it now. I think we're even almost out of the shadow, I think. so. I think
0: we could be under – the. Yeah, out of the shadow. And last month, too, it was Venus retrograde. And that's over as well. So that's good. Lots of retrogrades, um, which Susan did talk about in her horoscope. But
1: uh, first, I think we should get to the note from Susan Miller and the many things that also happened there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there were – I mean, okay. So the note – is Susan is so excited because there's now something in the app called read to me, which was approved by Apple and Google. And it's so that, you know, if you're not able to read it, the app will read to you. Yeah. Very inclusive. Wonderful. Great. Um, basically Susan spends a ridiculously long amount of time explaining to us how yeah. to set this up on our phones. Like And this
1: this was like some combination of like Susan Miller businesswoman and Susan Miller helpdesk. <laughs> like,
0: but Susan Miller help desk in the past, it's been yeah. like one or two sentences. This was, I think, five paragraphs yeah. or four paragraphs about how to do this.
1: Yeah. It was uh, – anyway, so there's a Read to Me feature. You can pick different voices. It's in the settings of the app if you have our app. Even the free version has this feature. Um, and so I tried it, and I picked the character of Samantha to read to me. And I'm just, I think more than her help desk, will just play for people what it sounds like. So here's here's my daily horoscope from for what you'll hear. Monday,
0: February 7th. Monday, February 7th. You may experience major breakthroughs at lightning speed if your self imposed beliefs are keeping you from your goals. Eradicate them. You may, and then it
1: keeps repeating until you stop it. So, just FYI, but that's that's the robot voice that reads your horoscope to you.
0: Yeah, so yeah. get excited. Um, if you are unsure of how to do it, there's step by step instructions. A little tip from me and Laura <laughs> is that if. She has these – there's, like, six options for voices, Uh although, frankly, I think actually there are are only two different ones, a man and a woman.
1: Yeah, but then there's several different female voices, but they all sound about the same, the slight change in vocal quality, but not really anything noticeable. Yeah.
0: No, but if you decide to change the voice, make sure you – Close the app, quit the app and then, and then open it again. And you'll and have then that new voice. The new voice,
1: yeah. And we she had teased this feature before, and Alex and I were wondering if it was gonna be Susan Miller's voice doing all of them, but then that seemed like a lot of work. So no, it's an AI, like a Siri robot voice. So <clears throat> anyway, that's the new read to me feature. It was a, the focus of
0: most of her note this month. Yeah. 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 I wish it had been her voice.
1: Me too. That'd be amazing. But then I need she read have
0: had – she would have had some time trapped well, under the hood of that car. She would, that's what she was recording. Well, so very interestingly,
1: like, the uh, voice AI for recording artists is really picking up. Like, I think I read that Dolly Parton has recorded her voice so, like, songs could be made post-death. Like, and yeah, and I, I follow but like, people who are, like, into this, like, futurist stuff, but, like, op- other authors who were, like – they record their own like nonfiction, and they like ha- sometimes use a robot AI to r- record their audiobooks. Um, and so like it, technically, Susan Miller could have her voice recorded and then be reading her horoscope's post-mortem. Wow. I, I, or- I know sorry. I know, sorry, that's maybe too much for just then a retro, but I'm just saying like that's why I got excited it was going to be her voice, because if she did record
0: a catalog of her voice, we could we could have that. I mean, you might be able to get the material you need from her like 85 million hours of clubhouse discussions. Right. Exactly. She's probably got enough
1: recorded already, enough recorded audio. I'm, yeah, I don't know the particulars, but anyway, it could be done now. We're in the era. In this age of Aquarius, we could get Susan Miller's voice recorded for an, as
0: an AI robot that could speak for her for later. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she talks a lot about this read to me feature, and then she sort of goes off of that into her usual kind of discussion in the note, which is about downloading her app. And if you don't have the app, you're really missing out and you should get the paid version of the app because she writes even more and it's even better. And, you know, she spends a lot of time on it. Um, And, you know, Laura and I don't have the paid version. We have the version for the free people and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Susan.
1: I mean, we just live for these monthlies, I think. so, But anyway, so she said it was taking her a long time because she had to rewrite different sections and she had to crack the code and she rewrote
0: them and everything took longer. But anyway, we have them. We have them. I thought it was interesting. She told us, it sounds like the minimum for writing one sign is seven hours. Yeah. But it could take an entire day.
1: And I was like, how long is an entire day in Susan Miller's mind? I mean, I know a day is 24 exactly. hours, but I don't think of like an entire day being 24 full hours. I think of no. like, you know, maybe 12,
0: right. 14. Right. So, so like 7 working to hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, like working hours. Yeah. Right. Um, and so she said, yeah, I was spending a lot of time on writing the daily horoscopes. And then she said – those readers who have my app already knew what was coming up for each day. So there was no information lost, which I felt like was kind of like you people, because people were complaining this month oh, on, they were, on her Twitter posts. and Instagram yeah, you're right, about how were. late she was. Yeah. And I felt like she was kind of like, okay, well, you know, if you had my app, like I tell you every freaking month. You yeah. wouldn't have to complain about this.
1: But you don't get the monthly on the paid version, right? I mean, like, because you get the monthly on the – you don't get the monthly any sooner if you do the paid version. No. No. And I think
0: the overview is what people are really looking for. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't consult the daily one every day.
1: No, I don't. And also, I find it confusing. But we've talked about that too. So,
0: yeah. anyway.
1: Um, um, good news. The in-style boxes with her 2022 year ahead that everybody should get, she says – um, they're going well. People love them. And that's how you can also get her year ahead. So she's just reminding all of us. Susan Miller, businesswoman.
0: Mm-hmm. And then um, she's also participating in an Instagram live on February 8th at noon Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she wants people to listen. And I, she says um, – and since Instagram no longer cuts off the video after an hour, I can go longer to be sure I answer as many questions as possible. Which is so Susan, and one of the reasons we love know, her is that I know she really gives her time to her. I wonder her if fans. it'll be
1: like a five-hour thing, like a, like what some of her Clubhouse episodes. So yeah, uh, yeah. So you, know, you guys are supposed to read the read her the horoscopes and then bring your questions. So um, and yeah, well, Susan Miller is going to be generous. So if you have a question, like it could get answered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, I don't know if I will be on it. Actually, I know that I won't be on it at that time. But I think I might check in and see how long it goes.
0: Yeah, you just yeah. need like if it starts at noon, you maybe check in at like four.
1: Yeah, I'll see if that's probably that. still because I, I know I have a meeting at that time. But I was like, probably I'll have plenty of opportunity to mm-hmm. to, to to log in. So yeah, um, and then then the the note ended with I. Like, some, some a paragraph I loved. <laughs> so my favorite writing from Susan Miller was she said, I hope you enjoy February, dear reader. It's got so much to offer. This year's Valentine's Day with the meeting of Venus and Mars, the two lovebirds is a good sign that this year could bring quite an enchanting experience on Valentine's Day. Let's think good thoughts. Aww.
0: Lovely. Lovely, right?
1: And I was like, you know, that's what we need. That's what we need in February. Let's think good thoughts. Yeah
0: yeah she knows yeah. yeah she knows
1: yeah um, so should we get into the horoscopes, Alex?
0: Please and a very big happy birthday to Aquarius. Happy birthday, Aquarius. I'm not gonna sing the song from hair, but you know I'm singing it in my heart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Aquarius was one of the ones that she spent the whole day on. It was very I, long and very detailed. Yes. Yes. So
1: and you're and as she should, Aquarius, it's your birthday. You deserve that attention. And That's it sounds right. like there's gonna be a lot of attention for Aquarius. Yeah. This month, astrologically. Some some parts of this horoscope, like I know they were good news, but some of it may be nervous. But you know, let's think good thoughts. Let's think good thoughts. Yes. Yeah.
0: The beginning yeah. started out with like you know, you're going to do all these things and you've set these goals into motion and accomplishments and planets are like wanting you to get it done. And I was just like exhausted just reading it. Totally. it was
1: like you're going to make this big decision about like Saturn's going to help you make this big decision about the direction you're going to take. And it's going to build a foundation for like your future and something substantial. And it's only every like 29 years and something, mm-hmm. something. And I was like, oh, my God, the pressure is on. But then she was like saying that Saturn had kind of already been around for a while. So you might already be in that, in that direction. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Maybe people already understand what's happening. But that was like –
0: Whoa. A lot I of felt pressure. like it was a lot of pressure. Yeah. It was like I think she said something like, pick your pick your new challenge or something like that. Yeah. And, and she's ooh. like,
1: it's like Saturn teaches that the accomplishments we are proudest of are invariably those we worked for the longest and hardest. And Saturn asks that you simply do something new and not repeat old experiences of formula or formulas. Um and so the whole reason you've chosen your aim is to give your life stability, which will allow you to experience personal growth within that area in the years to come. And I was like, Okay. So she said this month Aquarius may be the time you'll choose your new challenge if you've not already done so. If you have, you will go deeper into your goal and experience a greater understanding of its intricacies and I was like, "Oof, okay." So, it I mean, was a lot. <clears throat> we're thinking of you Aquarius. I that sounded kind of a little overwhelming to me, but but you know, if Saturn's there, it's
0: going to happen. So, um that's right. Yeah. Um, and I guess Venus is also around to kind of like yeah. smoothing maybe the edges of Saturn a little yeah. bit and like so helping you out. Right. It won't be as like scary. Yeah. Um she okay, so okay, so
1: a recurring theme was that Venus and Mars are are together right now. And I don't we don't really know if that happens. I think it happens every year because I know we've done like another episode where we're talking about like Venus and Mars, were together. But she was saying that like Mars is in your 12th sector, a place of secret solitude and confinement. And you seem to be reflecting on plans and refining how you'll proceed. You're also putting final touches on your present projects before you show them to the world. But the 12th house is also the house of hospitals. So you may be helping the elderly, elderly relative locate a new doctor or bringing your cheer to that person if he or she is shut in. But you could also be in the hospital just, just as such as to see your sister's new baby. And I was like, whoa, whoa, that was a little whiplash redirect. Like, yeah, why are we in the ho- – I don't want to be in the hospital. And then, Oh, just no. see baby. Okay, that's fine. But like – yeah. So anyway, a little warning there, and also part of like the bumpiness of some of this horoscope that I like, yeah. There was a there was much bumpiness. Yeah. She seems like really believe in Aquarius, but then there were some things that made me feel like ooh, 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 ooh. but anyway, Venus and Mars, the cosmic lovers will be traveling together, which is remarkable because Venus is happiest when she's at Mars side, and Mars feels the
0: same way about Venus. Aww. Yeah. I know. Oh. Yeah, there was lots of romance in this. Lots of romance. One. Your your friend might set you up for a blind date. Yes, and she says go on that blind date. You know. Then I also like, she said
1: if you're attached, would be a great idea I to know. go away for the private weekend together, like around Valentine's Day, in a beautiful setting. And if you have children, ask your parents or sibling to babysitter. Call that babysitter you trust, not the babysitter you don't trust. Call the babysitter you do
0: trust. I just I marked like, that as well because <laughs> yeah, I was just like. <laughs> Susan really thinks that we're big dummies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, very romantic around February 12th to the 13th
1: and would extend to February 14th too. If you can if you take a vacation day, she thought. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. um, and then yeah, so lots of romance, lots of good things. Mm. Um Aquarius, consider yourself very lucky. You got big time mention about Cupid and the the fleet of little cherubs armed with their tiny bow and arrows are coming for you. When when I, when I I literally, when I read that out, I
1: literally said out loud, they're coming to get you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, we, but not but, in a menacing way. No, no. But we love a fleet of Cupid sighting on this podcast. <laughs> we do. I, I put a huge thing in the margin. Cupid! Yeah. Exclamation point! And then yeah. this is good. So she talks about Cupid. She's very excited, and then she ends the paragraph with, "This is great!" Exclamation point! Wait! Exclamation point! There's more! Exclamation <laughs> If you're not interested in romantic commitment, you can use the full moon of February 16th to form a successful business union sealed with a contract. You might hire a business partner, agent, manager, publicist, wedding planner, architect, home decorator, or other expert who can help you accomplish what you set out to do. Again, getting back to that, like, you know, you got to make it happen this month. And there was another part in here, which I found like, I think another person might find this empowering, but she said something like, the planets are not in charge. You are.
1: Oh yes, I read that and I was like, Okay, thank you. We're the ones making the decisions. Okay, yeah. thanks so much. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um I also like that she said on the following day, February seventeenth, Jupiter and Uranus will exchange beams. Like I was like, Pew Pew, laser beams, like Will, like lightsaber, what are we doing anyway? They're exchanging beams <laughs> in an exceedingly rare aspect, making it a feature of 2022. It is an aspect meant to bring sudden breakthroughs and also deliver a reason for hope, happiness, and optimism. So, laser beams of luck, I guess, is happening. Yeah, laser right beams Valentine. of luck.
0: Yeah, everyone's working for you. Mm-hmm. Um, she said something I found interesting about you know, you have Venus and Mars, and they're there to help you, but they kind of help with different things. And she mm-hmm. said, Venus teaches the value of not trying too hard to let the other person come to you. And I just like this idea of Venus, like not being too worried. Like she's, you know, no one would accuse her of having no chill. She's like very like, you know what? What's going to happen is going to happen. I'm awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, Venus doesn't have to work hard because she is literally the goddess of love. Like everyone chases her. So I enjoy that, 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 that image as well. Like. Like Venus can't help it, people are just in love with her because she's the goddess of love. And it seems like that's the same thing for you, Aquarius. Like it's just love all the time, right now,
0: love all the time. Love all the time. Um, I mean, we could just talk about your, your love for the rest of the time, but yeah. we, I also just want to mention you could potentially have some money coming your way on February 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, so mark that down in your calendar. She says, Outstanding news about money that will come suddenly and unexpectedly. Ooh. Well, that sounds – So, okay. So, for your birthday, Aquarius,
1: you're going to get a ton of romance. If not romance, some super good contract. And then some lucky money. And Venus and Mars are, like, hanging out in their, like, love shack.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And if (laughs) – you find that someone asks you to come to the hospital; it could be for something good. Yeah, don't don't panic like we did. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not because someone got their head stuck in the hood of a car.
1: <laughs> yes, which to get that joke, please refer if you didn't to the top of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the joke. Um, um, yeah, I thought she ended on kind of a very nice note. For- she just she said it's positive, productive, mainly happy, possibly exciting month. Far better than January.
0: Good because that's what she's been promising us now for yeah. quite a long time. Yeah, that for quite February a long time. and March we're going to be we're yeah. going to be much better. Yeah. Huh. So happy birthday, Aquarius! Happy birthday,
1: Aquarius! Let us know how the love shack of Venus and Mars and um, all that laser beams of luck works out for you. We yes. are excited for you. Happy birthday, Aquarius. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, Alex, what's going on for Scorpio? I would love to tell you about Scorpio. This is your February 2022 horoscope highlights. Well, it's a lot about love. A lot, a lot. How are you doing with that, Alex? (laughs) I just don't believe a word she says at this point. Okay, great. Just checking. Okay. (laughs) Nothing has changed in that department. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. great. But, you know, I enjoy her positivity, but, you know, Susan, we'll see. I'm skeptical. We'll see. Um, But she spends so much time on love. I think I will first tell you about the other aspects of your life, because truly this is all about Venus and Mars and just, you know, she doesn't mention Cupid's, but I felt their presence- You know, I felt the tiny bows and arrows throughout this whole thing, um, even though they didn't get a real shout out. So in terms of career, she says things are very good. Um, you'll have an important career development in February. Um, she said that you may bring an important high profile project to conclusion. Um, She says like people, you know, the thing she says about like VIPs will notice, she doesn't say VIPs will notice, but she says kind of something like that. Like you might get a promotion. Someone at your job is going to notice what you're doing. You could get a raise. You could get a promotion that comes with like a salary increase that you'll be very happy about. Um, So that's very good. She also talks a a little bit about um, home life. And she says, you know, again, this is a good time for Scorpios to think about moving. Um, She says that you could be at a point in your life, like maybe if you're a bit younger where you're ready to rent your first apartment. And then she says, if you're a little further along in your life, you might be looking to buy your first house. She also said you might be tasked with selling property that you no longer want or that you inherited. Oh, okay. Um, so there's also this element too, of like home and family. And she says that generally while Scorpio is very focused on career, this month is going to signal kind of this new change where you're, you're, you're turning inward and making more time for your private life and like nurturing those relationships and like creating a better balance. Cause okay. you want to like have these relationships with your family and your friends and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, So things happening in career that are, it was all very positive Um, in terms of finance. I think it was all very positive too. I don't remember that she said anything like she said to Aquarius where you're getting lots of money. Um, But still, because she really didn't dwell on any of these things. She just immediately started talking about love. So let me get into it. Okay. I'm I'm ready for your love language. (laughs) I just, I don't even know where to start. It was just like. (laughs) Romance (gasps) is just coming from everywhere from February through mid-May. You have Jupiter, the planet of happiness and expansion in your fifth house of true love, which also rules romantic love as well as pregnancy, birth, and adoption. If you are single, you have a superb chance to meet someone new. If you're attached this month can put vibrancy back into your relationship. So then she starts talking about Venus and Mars, the cosmic lovers, the two little lovebirds that come together. And she just says, They're going to meet again in February and I think in March. And then she says it will be as if every day this month is Valentine's Day. Ooh, la, la. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Ooh, la, la. Okay. Yeah. And not to put any pressure on you, Scorpio, but she says Venus and Mars will meet one more time next month on March 6th and then not meet again until February, 2024. Whoa, so this is, like, the Love Shack era. Yeah, this is. Okay, yeah. Um, It's sort of like she told Aquarius to go on a blind date. She tells Scorpio that um, the third house governs siblings. So Mm -hmm. if your sister wants to make an introduction, don't roll your eyes, reviewing in your mind all the terrible dates she set up. This time could be different. Oh, okay, so
1: give peace a chance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes. yeah. okay, great. okay. Great. Thank okay. you for yeah. um reducing that down to what it really yeah. means. <laughs> um, okay. So then she says, February 17th, you will have a major five-star aspect that is exceedingly rare. And I guess it involves Jupiter and Uranus. And she said, Jupiter's entire job is to make you happy. And he asks nothing from you in return. Jupiter delights in seeing you smile and being excited. And then with that, Uranus is bringing the surprises and she says that this is going to be a good surprise. I mean, she says that a lot, but we don't really know. And she's sort of convinced that a lot of Scorpios may experience a surprise marriage proposal around February 17th. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, get ready. Um, I think this day, she just keeps saying this day is really important. February sixteenth, it's really going to be great. But February twenty third, the things that happen on that day will be sweet as sugar. Oh, phew. I was like, what? <laughs> no, sweet it's very as good. Sugar. Okay. Yes, wow. We haven't heard do... that phrase very much.
1: Sweet we as sugar. Haven't. It's almost as good as a peach of a moon, but okay. Sweet
0: as sugar. Sweet as sugar. She says it's great. And then also um, February 24th, she says that uh, the divine Venus in Capricorn will be sent elegant vibrations from Neptune, the planet of unconditional love. And she thinks that you might have a glamorous evening. Oh, oh, okay. Lovely. Yeah. Um, She also said, and she says this often, that like if you're not into romance and she admits I have spoken a great deal about romance. Um, But if romance is not what you're after, creativity is something that, you know, might be at the forefront for you. Um, And she says, you can still use the dates I've outlined to let your creativity grow as big as a hibiscus flower, as big as a dinner plate. That,
1: okay, I... Don't want to knock Susan Miller, but, like, that
0: is a much smaller
1: scale for my concept of
0: creativity. (laughs) I just want to know what she was like. Okay, I'm going to give two examples for this metaphor. Yeah. And one of them is going to be a flower and one of them is going to be a plate. But, like, when I think of, like, creativity, if you like, you know, let your creativity expand, I'm thinking,
1: like, cosmos, like, nebulas, like, stars being born, you know. And so she, hibiscus and dinner plate is kind of like a
0: small project to me. <laughs> me too. Why a dinner – like a dinner plate, not that big. And Why not well, like
1: uh, – yeah. I don't – I mean I guess – I mean if I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and really work this metaphor for her, I would say there is actually quite – you know, a single flower is quite a miracle. Like the amount of creativity that it makes – that it takes to, you know, make a single blossom. But a dinner plate – I don't know. I guess like I'm not going to knock the small kinds of creativity, but that I'm I'm, those those size differentials are not what I was
0: expecting. I was very surprised by that line. It was a little strange to me. Okay, Um, she says it's a great month to pamper yourself. She says you might want to take a little trip, especially the February twelfth to fourteenth. And she also recommended the vacation day on Monday. She said, you know, that's like a nice Valentine's Day thing you could do if you're in a relationship. But she said also, if you're single, short weekend trips to a resort taken any time this month could bring an intriguing first meeting. Oh, okay. Very nice to know. Mm -hmm. But she also said, you know, because she talked a bit about um, kind of nurturing these relationships with Mm -hmm. family. She said you could also Mm -hmm. enjoy travel with your parents or with a sibling. Mm -hmm. That would bring you happiness as well. Um, So she ends by saying... 2022 is really the year for you to be concentrating on your personal life and your family and your life at home and career is important too, but apparently Scorpios have come to realize that life is about more than just work. And 2022 is the year to kind of focus on some other things. Okay. But overall um, really great. I mean, especially yeah. if you're excited about love yeah, everywhere, love everywhere. Wow, wow, love everywhere.
1: The Scorpio story for February 2022. (laughs) That's right. That's (laughs) right.
0: As big as a dinner plate.
1: so many questions. <laughs> so, so many questions. So many questions. The Taurus
0: horoscope story for February 2022. So many questions and zero <laughs> answers. Yes. Every horoscope yes. ever by Susan Miller. Yes. Okay. So,
1: Taurus, <laughs> here are the horoscope highlights for you for February 2022. 2022. That's the year that it's called, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. You know Susan Miller was overall positive, but there were i threw a few like curveballs that she threw in that made me feel like like things weren't as glossy as she made them out to be but she but she seems very positive about it, so I can't tell if this is just like my own interpretation or anxiety coming through but uh, anyway, I'll, I'll get into it. But but overall, positive. Um, this is a continuing theme, you know, about how, like, super famous Tauruses are going to be. And, you know, that's what I like to hear. Um, so she starts off by saying, your car- career ambitions are running high and you seem determined to make a name for yourself. And I'm like, yeah, duh. My whole life, every horoscope you tell me this, I'm ready for it. Um, she says, Saturn's long-term presence suggests you are equipped to take on a big responsibility at your job. So you may be moving into a prominent position – Um, or leaving to take a competitor's offer. It's also possible that you plan to open the doors of your own business. Saturn will remain in this professional area until March 2023, and throughout that time, Saturn will require total devotion to your professional goals. And I was like,
0: oh, okay. Okay." Saturn is like really tough.
1: Yeah, but she's been saying that for a while, so I was like... And then the Saturn keeps kind of, like, moving around, but, yeah, she's been saying that for a while. Um, So, Sismar was late with the horoscopes this month, as to be expected, but I do feel like there were some moments where we were really kind of abandoned, but, you know, it's like, fine, we live through it, like, here we are. But she said that the new moon in Aquarius will put a spotlight on the surprise planet of Uranus in Taurus, and Uranus is the landlord or ruler of your prestigious 10th house of career success. And there's also going to be like Venus is your ruler and Venus is with Mars and like Venus and Mars are having are happy and will set off sparks of love and joy. There's also Capricorn. So anyway, this all means that like there's a lot of stuff in our ninth house that rules travel, higher education, the media, which is broadcasting and publishing and your efforts to attain a degree in higher education. So one of those areas lit up around the new moon of February 1st. I'm just letting people know that's what she said in case that happened and you should see good results. she also says that Venus and Mars will be contacting fortunate planet Jupiter. So she says your friends and your contacts will be most helpful to you on many levels of getting ahead in your career. Um, and this came this came up again later, that like your friends and your acquaintances and your network are like the best parts of this month. So just letting people know, like keep your friends close. Um, okay. Then she made a digression into something which I felt was alarming, what she said was the saddest day of the year. She says some there something else might be the core of why you may feel a little bit down on February 4th. And I was like, "Okay, thank you because I did feel very down between February 1st and February 4th. No idea why." But then she said, "Social t- scientists say the saddest day of the year is when people are most likely to have seasonal affective disorder. And that unhappy day is January 17th, but Susan disagrees." Susan disagrees. Yes. Su- Susan says the saddest day is when Saturn conjuncts the sun an exact degree on February 4th. And I was like, whoa, because then she released the horoscopes late on February 4th. And then I was like, uh, I don't know. I like maybe Saturn what, like moved out of that conjunction. Cause then I started to feel like a little bit better about life. And I was like, was I waiting for the horoscopes? Was it Saturn? But anyway, if, if any other Tauruses were also like having the saddest day of the year, in the first few days of February, this is why we were having a rough go. Um and then she said then you know of course anytime she mentions living situation I throw into a panic because she's been so right about living situation stuff for me. So she says keep your eye on her living situation as it might may change due to this conjunction of the sun and saturn. The sun rules your physical home and also your parents. And okay, so this exact paragraph one of my friends is a Taurus screenshot it and sent it to me with a big what because she's like her parents have just been ill and she's been taking care of them and so then like this this paragraph was alarming. Um so you might be like it was it was something about like uh the sun rules your physical home, your parents, you may be moving temporarily, living elsewhere, or you might have to move in to help your daughter with her newborn baby. And and then there's there's a lot about a home and family life. And I think in another paragraph in, in the thing said something about like you might have to like make a decision about elder care or something. So we were just like alarmed, alarmed. Um, but then she was like, I'll circle back to that later. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And then she went on to say, um, That back to the sad day, saddest day of the year, if you're a little down on February 4th, know that feeling will be fleeting and will dissipate within a day or two after February 4th. And I was like, well, it's February, was it 6th now? And I'm like, oh yeah, correct. Anyway, she was accurate, but I wish I would known that in advance.
0: I know. And she could have even done a social media like post about that.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if I was the only sign that had that going on because I didn't read all 12 signs. But anyway, (sighs) there's a reason, guys. Okay. So then she goes back to Valentine's Day, which she's, like, very happy about. Um, February 14th will sparkle brightly this year because Venus and Mars will still be close in Capricorn. And she says, this is so fortunate for you. So some Tauruses may find themselves engaged or getting married or going out to a luxurious restaurant.
0: Oh. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah, So – Just, you know, FYI. (laughs) Um,
1: And then she moved forward to the full moon of February 16th, who will fall in Leo, in the Taurus, your fourth fourth house of home and family. And this will immediately switch your attention to these matters. So you might have – oh, this is where it was. You might be deciding on a home or a relative who may need you to help them. Full moons bring culmination, so it's possible you will see renovation or home decor projects conclude. I don't know. But I was like, oh, okay. But then she said, I love this full moon because at the same time, benefic Jupiter and surprise a minute Uranus will make a decisive aspect only once this year and then not again until July of 2026. So February 16th is a big feature of 2022, um, and it's going to bring hope, happiness, and optimism, sending a lucky break. And so Uranus is in your career house. And Jupiter is in your house of commissions, royalty your bonuses. So you might get a sudden sale or if you're self-employed, you might get a lucrative project. Um, And this seems to come to you through the kind recommendation of a friend or a friend from someone you know casually. Like she said, your friends and your contacts are like the best part of your month. Um, In fact, this is like one of the last things she said. Friends will be the joy of your life for they care about your welfare and will stand by to help you should you need advice, an introduction or anything else from them. Jupiter's position reveals that they represent some of the happiest parts of your life these days. And I was like, oh, that made me feel so nice because it's very true. I think that is very yeah. true. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, seeing friends these days is always like so thrilling because it's winter, Omicron, lockdowns, whatever. But yeah, so friends will be the joy of your life. So I also that was kind of nice for like a Valentine's Day romantic thing that like, you know, there's romance with your friends. Um, But yeah, so Taurus, overall positive, a little curveballs maybe with like home life, some family matters, Uh, but good for your career and maybe some lucky stuff around February
0: 16th on the full moon. So fingers crossed, everybody. That's great. I kind of feel like you hit the jackpot with that forecast. Yeah. Because – We've complained many times that Susan has these very narrow views of romance. You're right. Yeah. You know, and for yeah. her to kind of acknowledge like your friendships are so important and like bring you a lot is a big deal for her. I think it's You're usually right. like get out your fine china and your rose petals.
1: Yeah. And she was kind we- of just kind of briefly glossed over like you'll be get engaged, but like an or a luxurious restaurant. Which I was like, love that idea. Yeah. Love that idea. Um, so it's most tourist thing that I maybe have ever done. One of my uh, my friends who is also a tourist sent me this link where you can get from Costco fifty roses, um, and for and for like fifty dollars, maybe a little little bit more. And so I I have fifty hot pink roses coming to me
0: a few days before Valentine's Day. The most tourist (laughs) thing, but maybe the smartest thing you've ever done.
1: And I, I like, I don't know how they're going to, I don't think they're going to be packaged very prettily because they're just kind of like, you know, bundled. But I'm like really hoping they come to like the front desk of my building and I have to go down and be like, oh, Carl, I just have 50 roses delivered. Like, oh my goodness, 50. Oh, oh, 50. Oh my God. How will I ever get these upstairs? I don't know. I'll have to borrow the cart. (laughs) That's my favorite is when you have a delivery that requires the cart, then you know, like, yes. oh, it's a really – it's either, like, Ikea furniture or, like, something really major. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, 50 hot pink roses could do yeah. it. I mean, exactly. I'm like, oh, I better get my vases all lined up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. You you could spread them out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll mm-hmm. have to. I'll have
1: to. we will be like – I mean, I might just start giving some of them away. There'll just be so many. <laughs> Well, to your adoring friends. I'm exactly my adoring friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that was it. So uh, overall, she does say that February is going to be better, and I'm cautiously optimistic. Like she said in the, at her note, think
0: good thoughts. If we can leave you with anything. Yeah. Think good thoughts. Think good thoughts. Yeah. Yes. Very
1: important. Um. So I guess we'll be back next month when it's March, and we'll see what she has to say. She did start to cl- to clue us in that good things are also happening again in March. So, mm-hmm. yeah, seems to be a theme. Oh, thankfully. Um. And otherwise, um. And you know, you can always go to our website if you want to read the transcript of this podcast. And we will be – you can always email us your thoughts. Tell us how your very romantic Valentine's Day in the Love Shack era of Venus and Mars goes. You can email yes. us at astrologyzoned at gmail.com. Love to hear
0: from you. We'd um, also love to hear from you if we're wrong and getting yes. your head stuck in the hood of a car is really an expression.
1: We, we need to know. if you, Yeah. If that's an expression, if you've ever had your head stuck in the hood of a car
0: <laughs> – we hope not. We, we want all not. our listeners to be
1: safe.
0: <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> but yeah, please weigh in on that because we are very confused.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, And then, you know, if you enjoy this podcast, please tell a
0: friend. <laughs> and please. happy Valentine's Day to our listeners. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Whether they are, you are celebrating in a classic Susan way or in um, another way. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a nice day. day.
1: How a I nice say? Okay, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye.